Hey, babies. Welcome to the Dr. Beauty Podcast hosted by me, Dr. Anna Guanche. I'm so excited you're here. We plan to educate, inspire, and entertain you. This podcast is not just about beauty. It's about lifestyle, inspiration, life hacks, and of course, beauty. I am so excited to introduce my next guest, Brandy Glanville. She is the most amazing. She is funny. She's interesting. She's exciting. She's an author. Of course, you guys know her from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I know her. I've known you for how long now? Oh my God. Um, I mean, maybe 10 years. I don't remember. It's like been it's, about 10 yeah. years. I think you were married to Eddie when I first met yes. you. I decided if I'm going to go to a dermatologist, I'm going to pick the prettiest one I can find and be like, just do me like you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, you're looking amazing. Oh, really? And I, I want you to give me some tips on podcasts because your podcast has been going on for like... 10 years. It's been 10 years. That's yeah. amazing. Thank you. Um, I just feel like you want to make everyone feel at home, like you're just having a conversation. Yeah. I'm not a huge planner. I don't, you know, I study myself. You know, I study everything on Wikipedia for the guests. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't do pre-interviews or anything like that because I just want it to be really natural. Um, I also don't have my guests like come in until I'm ready to start the podcast or we'll talk, <laughs> we'll talk everything to death and we'll be like, huh. What do you want to talk about? We've already talked about it. Because then you've already updated each other on what's going on. Yes. And yeah, so no, you're right. I'm going to take tips from you because I'm just getting started and I'm like, how do you keep the flow going and how do you keep getting interesting guests? That would be well, my uh, question to that's you. That's called producer wear. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult. You would think, I thought during COVID, everyone's at home, you know, everyone's chilling. I'm going to get the best guests. And even though it's via Zoom, mm-hmm. people were rescheduling right and left. I'm like, I know you're not effing doing anything. I know you're at home. How are you rescheduling? So that is annoying, but that's what like producers are for. I know. And then when I go around and I text the people that I know and I say, do you want to be on my podcast? I think half the time they're assuming it's going to be Zoom. Right. I much prefer in person because, you know, we have the visual aspect of it and it's just more fun to talk to somebody in person, I feel like. It's, well, it's easier. And you're not talking over the other... Well, I talk over everyone. It's just what I do. <laughs> I'm very bossy. I'm very loud. Um, and if I get a thought in my head, I have to say it or I'm going to forget it. But no, I, I think like before when I started my podcast, it was just audio, which I loved. I would go to the yeah. studio with my Uggs. You know me. I like to be very... I'm not glamorous like you. I like to be very comfortable and just chilling. <laughs> no, you're pretty glamorous. Not, but, when, I, when I try. But I mean, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I 100% know what you mean. Like if you could just do it from home or right. have your hair in a messy bun and nobody could see what you look like. But no. But now everyone like wants visual, to see. Especially we want to see you. I don't. (laughs) My producer, Ryan, I'm like, don't show me. Like, don't let me see anything. I don't listen back. He's, he's, yeah. That sounds familiar. There's a few episodes I haven't listened to. Don't. And uh, I'm afraid to hear, I mean, I don't know why I get like that. And and I just don't listen to my own podcasts before we launch it. So you'll get in your head about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I noticed when I, in the past, when I had listened I say like way too much. So then you're, I'm focusing on not saying like, mm-hmm. and then I can't think about my interview. So, and my voice is super annoyingly high and it's like, and so I just thought, I'm just gonna just do a Larry King, do it and never look back. Don't, don't look back. You know, it's funny that you say that about your voice because I have so many people that tell me, uh, you can video me, but just don't put my voice. Don't, I don't want to talk. I don't want to hear my voice on video. Like people really generally don't like to hear their voice. Really? I've thought yeah. I, was, I just know that mine is high and annoying, <laughs> but that's interesting. I feel like, oh gosh, we already have enough insecurities about our looks and now we're worried about our voices yeah. too. And in fact, on TikTok, that's why they have the, they have a thing where you can press the a button and it will read the text for you so you don't have to say it. So oh. it's like a computer voice because so many people feel self-conscious about their actual voice, the sound of their voice. Oh my, I don't, I, TikTok and I are not friends. We do not drive. I don't do, I know that you're, you are crazy. I don't even know how you have the time (laughs) to do everything that you do, but I'm always scrolling through and I like him like another video. Yep. But I don't watch TikTok. 
Because you I watch it when I when on I post Instagram. it on Reels. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I don't know. I just it's a job. I don't have time for it. I pay people to help me with mine. <laughs> it is a job, but it's also like a creative process. It's like it's funny. And I've always been one of those people that thinks about a song when I have a conversation. I could, you could say one word, or you could say something, and all of a sudden, uh, like it pops, a song pops in my head. So it's almost like a different manifestation of that because it's like you you get a voiceover or a sound or a song and apply it to something that happens in your office or happens commonly. I mean, so I think you either fun. love it or you don't. And I'm kind of one of those people like. I loved Twitter. Then Instagram came out and I was like, oh, I don't like taking pictures because mm-hmm. I have the insecurities that a lot of us have, the beauty-ish insecurities. And and then TikTok and everything. And then it was like, fine. And I was like, I'm going to turn into my parents <laughs> and be like, I don't know and how to do it. no social media, right? <laughs> right? No, if I could so, quit, I would quit. So it's funny you should bring that up that um, you feel insecure because you have the body, the height, the looks, and things people would dream of. But Thank I'm you. not surprised anymore because I take care of a lot of models and actresses and stunningly gorgeous people. And you know what I found out? Everybody has insecurities, insecurities and feels, you know, self-conscious about different things. So it's not exclusive to to anyone. It's no, everyone. I mean, every, every person I know has an insecurity. I mean, like, whether it's getting older in a town where everyone's 20, which uh, that's a big insecurity for me. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's difficult to date when I'm 48 years old and, you know, everyone my age is dating a 20-year-old. So I have that, the age, am I going to grow old alone, you know, and because your looks, (laughs) you know, because your looks are fading and you start to think that's where when you said come up with a beauty, like, or what, like a quote? Yeah. What is your definition of beauty? Okay. So my definition of beauty is the inside has to match the outside. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Because if you're aesthetically beautiful, that's great, but that's looks fade. Sorry to tell right. you, we're all going to get old. We're all going to get wrinkly. And if you're not happy on the inside, then nothing, no amount of Botox is going to make you feel beautiful. I know. <laughs> well, trust me. And I, I need it. I want it. I love it. I'm not saying, but it's not, if you're not happy within so, right. and I've been there where I mm-hmm. thought if I changed the exterior, I would be happy inside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I did and I wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so I found that I just had to get okay with being with myself, yes. like being alone with myself and just, listen, my skin is going to get older. I have scars now that I didn't have when I was younger. And I'm just learning to accept that. And to me, accepting what you have in the moment and being happy on the inside is the definition of beauty. I love it. I love that. And um, when I'm talking to my patients and taking care of them, because, you know, I do beauty treatments yes, and injectables I, and all that. Not lately, I, have, but, yeah. <laughs> right? I saved money over COVID. I'm wary of the fact that I want to understand what my patient wants and if they're expecting the right thing. Like, I don't want them to come to me expecting their, their entire life to change because right. they have less wrinkles or fuller lips or higher cheekbones. So... I really am looking to understand the person. Right. And a lot, if it's in your case, for example, you are in the public eye and you, you know, it's almost part of your job. Right. Uh, but there are people who really come in and they think that if they change the, something about their face, that their entire life will be change. different. And when I feel that expectation. It's a lot on I, you, right? It's a lot. And I guide them that this is not, you know, this is not the kind of patient I treat. I treat patients that want to look their best and feel their best right. within a reasonable range of procedures that, you know, Absolutely. as maintenance and self-care. Because self-care, I was just talking about moderation today. Self-care is wonderful. And there is that tipping point where it starts to become like selfish. Too much. <laughs> no, it's just too much. And it, it, what do you mean? It looks I, good, I looks good, looks good. And then it looks crazy. Like, oh, you know, there's I, that. Oh, you mean beauty wise? Yeah, beauty wise. And, you know, um, and I think part of it is because sometimes people do one procedure and they get great feedback about it and then they want to do that same it's, procedure. No, it's addictive. Yeah. Oh, I'm totally addicted. <laughs> you know me, I'm like the at-homer. Like I will, my friends are like, stop doing things yourself. <laughs> and I'm like, but I can do a peel. I bought the laser. I'm good. Oh my God. I know. It's a problem. My friends all make fun of me because I'm a beauty addict. Mm-hmm. And you know this because I've been in and I bring you magazine articles. I'm like, can we do this, this, and this? <laughs> Remember, it's like Dr. Brandt before, you know, the, yes. the great doctor. Um, 
he had written an article in Allure a long time ago, and I brought it in probably mm-hmm. 10 years ago, and I wanted to do Botox here to pull my jaw back. And you're like, I've never heard of that. And then we did it. And then all of a sudden, everyone was like, oh, wow. Like, And you were doing it all of the time. Yes. So that's true. Brandy, <laughs> you do sometimes push me outside of my own comfort zone. I do. <laughs> I'm like, can we do this? And then and then we do it and it looks great. Right. So, you know, yeah, that has happened. That's I for sure. I have you ideas I would that she's say like, you're no. probably the only one that's done that. But you have said no to a couple of things. There are things that I'm just won't She's do, like, but- hmm, uh, I don't think so. But yeah, no, it's great because <laughs> we can sit and talk about it because you know me as a human and yes. you know that I'm not going to go and, and I'm not here to change the inside. I'm here for a little pick-me-up. You know, I always say crest, a crest white strip and mm-hmm. a self-tanner is like my, it just makes me feel skinnier and yes. prettier and lovelier. That's like my go-to beauty hack. Brandy was just asking me why I look so tan. And you know I would never actually be tan. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. I can come in and talk to you about my insecurities and tell you what should we do. And you can give me your advice. But I feel like it's not condescending. A lot of doctors, male doctors that I've I've, um, interacted with are slightly condescending. Hmm. And I, that's how I've that's been my experience. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm so glad to have. I have a female gynecologist. I have a female dermatologist. I, I just really know that women relate to women really well. But I know you work with men as well. But I do. I would say majority, obviously, large majority men. The thing about it is that I am a consumer of the things I offer. Yeah. So, and I understand what it feels like to be picky and to want to look absolutely your best and not to have a lot of downtime and not a lot of pain. So all those things that I offer, I do and try and use on myself. <laughs> I know you always do it first. You're like, we have this. I'm going to do it to myself. Yeah. Then I'll let you know. I'm like, you I want it. Do it on me. <laughs> I think that we're, we're similar like that. Because you're a Scorpio, correct? Yes. Yes. We're both crazy Our birthdays Scorpios. are coming up. I know. We don't, but we're not getting older. Because we're getting better. Last year didn't count. Yeah, we're not counting last no. year. So I'm not going to talk. I'm exactly. Right. No, that was the worst. Uh, yeah, no. COVID, I feel like a lot of my friends who weren't anxious and depressed prior to COVID are now. Oh, no. Well, yeah. No. Um, they finally understand me. They're like, oh, oh, this is what anxiety feels like. Because they would just tell me to calm down. I'm like, don't you think I would calm down if I could calm down? Like, it's so now they finally get it. So I'm having a little moment where I'm like, <laughs> sorry. See? See, this sucks and you can't control it. So, yeah. but, you know, obviously I don't want them to be anxious no, or depressed, but it's just finally they get kind of where I'm coming from. If I say I had a panic attack and I don't know why. Right. And they're like, that doesn't even make sense. I'm I like, know. Like that, you know, you just want to say like, why can't you logic that out? Right. But it isn't but a logical thing. No, it's, it's absolutely a, not. So it's, you know, something that is a freight train that gets rolling, you know? Yep. And so, yeah, there's definitely an epidemic of anxiety lately. I've been talking about that on my morning quotes because everyone, there's everyone. And I think that part of it is our little survival mechanism kicking in, except we have nowhere to channel it into because our survival mechanism is something bad is happening and we need to do something about it. There's no answer because we don't have the answer yet. We don't have each of us individually any real faculties to go and do anything about what's happening. We can get vaccinated. I got vaccinated and I am a big, like I really proponent of saying get vaccinated. Sorry, people have issues with that. Okay. I'm trying, I'm trying my best not to talk about politics or anything that upsets people. And I know some people get really upset when we talk about vaccination, but um, I personally agree with you. I personally am vaccinated and I have my booster recently and my kids are vaccinated. My husband's vaccinated and Somebody in our circle recently just died three days oh, ago. I'm so sorry. In the hospital in Las Robles, which is in Thousand Oaks, and was not vaccinated and was uh, and didn't make it through. Only oh. like 58. That so at horrible. the end of the day, I think to myself, this person's life could have been saved. Right. And that's what upsets me. Like, look at my goosebumps. I, I know. I, I wish that I could say that there's no chance you'll get any side effect from the vaccine. I can't promise that. Absolutely People want that can't. promise. But, but even all of the other vaccines we've had for so long, and we won't talk about this for long because I know you don't want to get in trouble, but not trouble, but. <laughs> right, right. Um, no, I, like my grandma was 94 and she said, Brandy, because like, I was like on the fence, like, what if I grow a third arm? What's yeah. going to happen? And she's like, you know, if I didn't get all of the vaccinations, I think she said smallpox or I, yeah, the plague. Polio. I don't know what it was. Yeah, polio. She's like, 
I'm 94. Hello. And she's living alone. She's got a garden. She's doing great. She's like, if I have had all of those vaccinations, you get your butt. She said ass because she's <laughs> she's um, black Irish and you don't fuck with her. Or, yeah. I call her gangster bitch grandma because oh I'm her favorite. But I am. Um, but no, because like she, what she says goes. And I'm like, you know what? I'm doing it. And then I got the kids vaccinated. And I felt like a pep in my step. My anxiety like literally lessened mm-hmm. because I was like bubble wrap. I think you guys saw me a couple of times like gloves. I was yeah. scared to death. Yeah. And so I, after that, I had like a moment of, oh, I can Thank breathe God. a little bit. I know. I right? felt that way after even just my first dose. I felt this unbelievable relief. Yeah, me too. Um, but, you know, and then people are like, you're a doctor. How do you know there's not going to be some problem in the future? Well, I we don't. don't know. But I also know there are a lot of people having problems with the actual infection of COVID. There's yeah. long-term problems and all that. So, I mean, you kind of, I have to go with it, science. Yeah. Like I have to go with and also we have to think about, you know, I think with, we have to reach herd immunity. We have to yeah. think about our older people. And I love like LeBron James came out and said, I got vaccinated because a lot of athletes are like, well, I don't want it to affect my game, my yeah. physical performance. But he's like on a team. He thought about his team and everyone else first and his family mm-hmm. and said, I did it for my team and for the better of all of us. Right. So I feel like some people that aren't are just selfish And one more thing I want to say, because we said we weren't going to harp on this, but I have friends who are very dear to me who are very much against the vaccine. Yeah, so do I. And that is the hardest, right? But one of them recently said, well, I got it and I didn't even realize I had it. And 10 days later, I was fine. I go, but over those 10 days when you didn't know you had it, how many other people did Did you you infect that maybe went home to their grandma or, you know, you don't know what you've done. Exactly. When you went around for that many days, not knowing whether you had it or not. So at the end of the day, it's not always just about you. We live in a society. Exactly. Why do we stop at the stoplight when we don't feel like it? Well, right. why do we follow any rules? Well, like, I don't always stop. <laughs> That's I mean, true. The yellow lights, the, yellows are greens. the California roll. The yellows are greens for me. What? I'm like, just get to the middle of the intersection. Even if it's red, you could still turn left. That's my, that's my go-to. <laughs> I, I just can't help it. I, LA traffic makes me crazy. So there's okay. some, I want to talk about, there's some projects coming up that you said you can't talk about. So I immediately, immediately want to <laughs> ask you. <laughs> I hear you. I, I only want to know about the things that you can't tell me about. Okay. Well, can uh, you tell me everything you can tell me without telling me what you're not supposed to tell me? Or also tell me what you weren't supposed to tell me. Okay. I'll see what I can do. I'm, you know me, I'm always in trouble with everyone. So it's fine. Do it. I, have a fun do time. it. I know it's great for you. It just sucks for me because <laughs> they always put a clause in my contracts. This has to be kept private because I just share, but I'll, I'll tell you what I can tell as you. As much as you can tell. Yes. So I recently did a show with um, other Bravo liberties. Okay. And it was hell. <laughs> and? Oh, my God. It's, and by the way, it's the worst I've ever going to have looked on camera because 10 pounds heavier from COVID. So this is my most insecure time. It's it's not out yet. We just finished, okay. right? Um, it's going to be coming out. You don't look 10 pounds heavier. I am. I'm hiding it. It's a, it's a good little. She looks that's another phenomenal. Hack. <laughs> no, Looking no. great. Um, so, and then I had, you know, I had those burns on my skin from my psoriasis. Um, over COVID. So I'm for the first time, then I turned my hair pink because I just did it because that's what I do. It was an accident, but I did it myself. And so in order to not have pink hair and like all these scars on my face, well, I still had the scars, but I have like the tape on them. Um, I had to go platinum. I'm never platinum. And so it was just the worst look I've ever had on television. And all the other ladies were like, it's okay. (laughs) They felt for me because like, (laughs) I don't want to be on TV right now either. But you know, it was... It was an amazing, crazy experience. Yeah. And I can't wait to tell you more. And where were you? I can't tell you. And what were you doing? Crazy shit. Like, and all oh, day. Really? So I went in going, crazy shit. I'm looking forward to this. I'm going to show them the Zen side of myself. And I'm not going to give, you know, I'm not going to react to anyone. <laughs> that lasted about one minute. And it was like, oh, and so I had to come home and tell Jake. The first thing I sat him down, he's 14. He's like, because he told me, mom, don't drink too much and don't don't let the crazy side out. I said, okay. Because it doesn't come out when I'm not around people that 
antagonist. Don't instigate, uh, right? Yeah. So I love that your son is starting to be a parent because that's happened to me quite a bit. And it's pretty shocking. Like, really? You're the voice of reason and I'm like the immature one. I'm pretty immature, honestly. But um, anyway. (laughs) Jake's like, just don't do that. So then he's like, you did. I did. did But that was not my plan. Honestly, they want you to do that, right? They want this from you. I really wanted to show them that I could not I was not that person, but I, I am that person. This is what excites and entertains. But let me ask you this. Oh. I have a question for you. So do they in, like instigate on purpose or do you think that you just get triggered by people or do are they are they intentionally trying to trigger you to get a show? Well, I can't speak for the other ladies. Like the producers, they don't, they're not there. They're there to produce, but they don't like pull us aside and say. Oh, they don't? Not not on this show. I mean, oh. I've had that. I've done 13 shows, so I've had that happen. Oh, okay, okay. But this show, everyone just was doing the most. And I was like, breathe, breathe. Because I was going to like fly across the table and kill someone. Mm. And I was like, okay. And I did, I did. I had a couple of times where I walked away yeah. from situations which I was so proud of myself because I was going to end up in jail. I was like looking, going, okay, Brandy, you're too old for this, but it's going to be amazing TV. But the other women, they, like, of course they self-produce. Like if, you know, I can't say who was doing it, but there's a what lot of rumors. What does that mean, self-produce? People want to make sure they have a storyline. So yeah, they yeah. do or say something that would be not in their nature uh-huh. to be involved in the drama. And you're right. just like, why are this is not about you. Why are you even interjecting here? So I think some women, not everyone that does reality, like they self-produce, like they, uh-huh. in order to have a storyline, in order to have a job, in order right. to be, you know, asked back next week. For me, it's just me. That's <laughs> just, I'm trying to put it away I and see. they're all trying to bring it out. So, so that is what I was going to ask you. Is yeah. that just your natural way and um, when I told people I'm interviewing you, and I already know you so well, <laughs> I know. but uh, <laughs> I'm interviewing you, they're like, does, does she like try to be that way? Is she like she is on the show? And I'm like, I thought about it. And I'm like, well, you're pretty genuine. Like you're, yeah. you're, you're, you. I'm just me. But like Mason was dating this, my eldest, he's 18. He was dating this girl and her mom was a Housewives fan. And when he found, when the, I guess the mom found out that I was, which was a big secret, that prom Mason, we went to prom, like Eddie, Leanne, myself, and everyone's like, your mom's a housewife? I'm like, are you embarrassed of me? Because <laughs> no one knew I was his mom, but we have a different last name. Yeah. So, I mean, and we're, he's not big on social media and, you know, so I was like, what? And then all of his friends wanted to have lunch with me and I was like, yes, <laughs> you love I'm me. I'm cool, I'm right? cool. exactly. Um, but this, no. On a very smaller scale has happened to me too. My kids don't want to be on my social media. They don't want- I get want, it. They yeah, you don't have to ask. Want. No. So, so then like, you know, my daughter's girlfriends that are in her, in her dorm room with her, they all follow me on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> so like, your mom's, your mom's here. She's visiting at parents weekend. Woo. You know, and right. then I was like, oh God. But she loves me. Of she course. does not oh, against no, Mason, it. She just yeah. does not want to be on it. Like, no, she yeah. My kids are the same. I have to know? get permission. But like Mason was having dinner with the mom. And I said, well, how did you answer that question? And he said, well, I told her, I go, you're the sweetest woman in the world, but you're crazy. And I said, wait, you said I was crazy? He's like, crazy in the best possible like, way. Like, crazy. Right. And I'm yeah. like, okay. And I'm like, don't tell anyone else I'm crazy. But because he was explaining that that is who I am. It just, uh-huh. I have triggers. And he knows, like, when in the house, if they've done something wrong, I just walk by, I go, murder. Murder. <laughs> like, that's all, like, I'm going to murder you. Like, and everybody runs. No, yeah. No, oh, when I say murder, it's like, uh-uh. Because I like that, that level of <laughs> angriness. And so... At a point, I told Mason, if I sit in teenage piss one more time, because they were not lifting up the seat, I go, I promise you, you're not going to know. I'm going to come up behind you. I'm going to have some of my piss. I'm going to wet your face with Ooh. it. So you'll know what it's like, because I'm sitting in teenage piss. It's but disgusting. But have you done it? Oh, yeah. So I did do it. But <laughs> here's the thing. That's I, The thing oh is, I follow through. They know. When I said that, guess what? They know happened it. one time, and I put the tissue under the water, and I just walked up casually, and I went, I didn't know, no, and I'm like, yeah, I go, what do you think I feel? I just showered, yeah. and I just sat in your piss. It's disgusting. And so they know I'm crazy in the way that if I say something, 
it's going to happen. You're going to follow through. With and it. so, yeah. yeah. So they, I think that that's where they're coming from. But it's gross. Sorry. No, I know. These things need to be taught. Yeah. One way or the other. Everybody <laughs> has their own methods <laughs> right? of teaching their kids. Pretending to cry works for me too. <laughs> no, I pretend cry all the time. Okay. You use it as a secret <laughs> weapon. <laughs> and then they're like, what? And I'm like, get the fuck down here. <laughs> Like, you didn't put the garbage back. If you take out the garbage, you have to put the liner back in. Right. It's just what we're doing. Like, I'm not doing that for you. That's your one chore. Sorry, I'm a little strict, but I'm also like, they know that that, that what happens, what I say is going to happen You're is going to happen. You're going to follow through. Exactly. And, yeah. yeah. So that's good. It's that's fun good. for me. <laughs> I love it. So tell me this. So 10 years on the, on the podcast, is it still exciting for you? Do you still love doing it? Is it like something you look forward to or how do you feel about it? You know what? I love it. Honestly, just getting to meet all kinds of people, like different from different walks. I've had, I, I don't want just reality people on my, I right. want everyone. So I keep it a mix up. I'm like, oh, this person sounds interesting. And mm -hmm. so I kind of pick I and it. choose. You were on it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and my other, my favorite, do Dr. V, my dentist mm -hmm. was on it. I like to have oh, a I little bit. I know she loves you too. And <laughs> all my pretty doctors. No, but I like to keep it, mix it up a little, a little bit something for everyone. Yeah. Um, sometimes I dread just now that we have the video on, I'm like, do I have to put on makeup for this? Yeah. So, you know, that part is a little annoying because sometimes I just like to chill. Yeah. But, but otherwise, no, I really, it's something I really enjoy. I know something that I needed to do over COVID because a lot of the production was shut down. Yeah. I wasn't doing anything for the first time in my life. And that was difficult. It was a good pivot. But you were already doing that before COVID, obviously. Yeah. But just switched to Zoom up. and yeah. oh, all of that. Zoom, yeah. Ooh, it, Zoom. I, if I never do no. another Zoom again, I'll be. I know you're probably but, getting a lot of customers because we're all seeing ourselves on Zoom going. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, great. I'm yeah. calling it resumination. Oh, that's cute. Because like everyone watches themselves in the... It's true. You know, and, and you know what people do um, when I give them the mirror. Like first when I talk to someone, I'll, I'll talk to them and do a consultation and I watch their face, how it's moving and what's happening. And then when I give them the mirror so they can tell me what's, you know, going on, they go... <laughs> they make the face. They make the like lips. a mirror face and, you're like, and they like look up like this right. and it's like, no, but that's not what you look like, you know, when right. you were talking to me in real life. So I know what needs to be addressed or whatever. Um, but on Zoom, you can't do that. So you see your own face in motion and different, you know, angles of it. And then what happens is people um, start they started to, to notice. Yeah, realize I oh. take the little box off because I don't want to see myself talk. Because yeah, like I'm like, oh, I talk out of the side of my mouth and I do this and I, it, I'm so self-critical. That's the last thing I need yeah. just to maintain like proper mental health. Well, that and then. What I, I said the other day to one of my patients just randomly came out of my mouth. You know, one of those things that just like flows. Which I do, <laughs> she's unfortunately. Like, I do. Is like, I said, you know, I always want to look good, but I do want to get to the point where what I'm saying is more important than how I look. Well, you're going to get to that point when you're old. <laughs> We're all getting older. We're all going to lose our looks. That's why I try to tell my kids because they're so cocky. I'm like, you know, beauty fades. <laughs> beauty fades. fades. No, it does. <laughs> like... And what, God forbid, what if you lose your looks? You know, God something forbid, happens something happens. You. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've kind of weathered those storms. And I'm like, you guys, it's not the end all be all. Why are you acting like you have no looks? You're so silly. No, I'm just saying I've gone through, I've gone through. Changes. Changes and scars. Yeah. And, you know, and I've, I've learned to accept that I have to be happy with who I am today. Because like 10 years ago. I was probably had perfect skin and I was so obsessed with having better skin yeah. and not living in the moment of being happy with what you have. Yes. I, but I couldn't, I, w I was striving for perfection and mm -hmm. like obsessed. And now I'm like, okay, so it's not what it used to be, but appreciate it could be so much worse. So it's evolution. I'm growing. Still yes. want like everything. And done. isn't it sad that we don't get to that point about beauty until, until we're it's older? Too late. Not, not, not too, too late. late. It's not too late. No, it's not too no, late. Until, yeah. I will say that, you know, I have like people that are turning 30 coming in and going, oh, I'm going to be so old. And I go, oh my God. I know. You, you are so beautiful. Why don't you just enjoy this gorgeous skin and body that you have right now? But they don't. And I didn't. No, I certainly of didn't. Of course we didn't. Because it's like that constant thing. And now you say, 
well, when I fast forward 10 years from now, I'm going to look at back at my face right now and my skin and go, damn, I looked pretty good back then. Right? Well, I think it's so. At least you have that perspective, like you know? beauty is wasted on the youth. Yes. Right? It's true. It, it's, it's true. It's so true. Because our... What is, is that? The, I don't know, but it makes sense. Our youth is wasted on the young. That doesn't make sense. Isn't it? Because yeah. young people don't realize what they have. Right. Mm. Okay. I'm going to question you we on that one. We have a whole bunch. <laughs> you know, we have um, pre-professional students here and a lot of young people that work here. And when I hear them criticizing Ugh. themselves, I'm like, girl, girl shake let it rip. This is your skin. This is your beauty. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. Because... It, it, yeah, you know, and also I think too, like watching t- like television, it's mm-hmm. become so much more inclusive with yeah. like all different skin yes. types and skin colors, and you know, you see men doing Neutrogena commercials, you know, and I love that because for so long it was the girl next door, perfect Barbie, and we all thought we had to look like her, and now it's like we're celebrating freckles. We're cel- it's not an, it's not an age spot, it's a freckle. Yes, and we're celebrating curly hair and straight hair, and you know, it's all of these things, but. I think it took kind of COVID and all of us like getting shut down to realize to be okay in our own skin. Right. And you know, now you sports illustrated models are all different shapes and sizes and ages. ages thank God. But where's and the 40 something is what I want to know. Well, they uh, did Tyra 30s Banks and 50s. was on the cover. I think she's 50, isn't she? Yeah. Oh, there's no 40. I don't think there's a 40 something. Huh? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm not. You do it. You do it. <laughs> I, no, I'm making white lasagna tonight. Do you, uh, and you're going to eat all of it's it. It's cream and spinach. No, Drake and I am prosciutto. It's so good. Mm. Yeah. That, that's so, a problem. I like to cook and I like hearty things. Yeah. Agree. I just came back from this retreat with a bunch of women and the place had, I'm not going to name the place because I don't want to hurt their feelings. <laughs> But they had nothing but grass to eat. Like, it, I mean, and I like healthy food, but it was so healthy. Like, yeah, that's no rough. salt on anything, no cream, no sauces, no dairy. I think I could no guess, guess where you went, but I won't say it. Where does it start? What letter? A W? No. Okay. Don't flip <laughs> that upside down. Okay. okay I don't know. It starts then. with an M. Well, I got the, I flipped it. Ends it ends with an L. And there's <laughs> oh, Irrevolve. <laughs> <laughs> well, good job on not saying it. But okay. <laughs> no, I enjoyed it a lot, but the food was so healthy that like I I would be so yeah. hungry and come to the table because I would take like four workout classes a day oh, there, yeah, whatever. No. And then you're like, can't wait to eat. Then you go to eat and it's like all vegetables. And I was very, that sounds like very hungry. Yeah. So I when I came home. Did you get wine at I least? Ate, well, I don't drink wine that much. Or alcohol. I drink hard alcohol. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> go for the vodka, the tequila. Vodka, tequila. Yeah. And whiskey. Ooh. But very little at a time because I don't have a good tolerance for alcohol, but wine t- kills me. Hmm. I just fall right asleep. I'm oh. sorry to say that because I know you have a wa- Don't you I have? Did, no, I, I did have a Chardonnay a long time ago. And yeah. I'm actually doing a new, um, a partnership with a new wine company. Yeah. And it's not my wine, but I'll be able to talk to you about that as soon as I sign it's on the dotted line. Another secret. It's another secret. There's a lot of secrets. And you're working on another book. Yeah, I am. No, fine. Yeah, yeah, no, I am. I just like during COVID, I was writing. I fucking hate my life. <laughs> this is how. Like, th- it, this is not inspirational. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not. It's just. It's just. It was hell. So it was hard to be you creative. Know, but I'm getting back to a good, like a good position. I do find myself always trying to be. I love being positive and uplifting others. Yeah. Sometimes when you have a crappy moment or a period of time. I have trouble like actually sharing that. Oh, like, I so, shared it all of that. But you shared it all. <laughs> but there's because there was a happy outcome. I, I've not I've like, had exactly. The yet. inspiration is yeah. that you can feel this bad, and there could be all this stuff going on, and then look. Get over but it. I still am over it, and I can get through it. You know. Um, so the books you have: drinking and tweeting, and you have drinking and dating. They're both national bestsellers, right? Yeah. Phenomenal. Oh, thank you. Phenomenal. That was exciting. And the next one's gonna be drinking and I don't. That's what I'm thinking. It's just drinking and being on my couch. Drinking and sitting. Drinking and sitting. <laughs> so what do you do? What inspires you? What what and who inspires you? Who inspires me? Um, my children really inspire me. Uh, honestly, I just feel like I've, I'm so blessed. I've raised proper gentlemen. They open, they hold the door open. And if they don't, I say ladies first as they walk through first. 
And I just stand there and then I come back out <laughs> and then I walk, you know, because I'm, I'm raising them. them properly. Yeah. But they're such good, like I could cry. Like there's, I was FaceTiming Mason at college yesterday. They're just such good gentlemen, you know, and that's all that matters to me. It's like what I put out there, you know, that's me as mom and people don't get to see that. They get to see crazy me, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, they inspire me to be better because I know that everything that I do and say, even though they're like, go do yourself, it, it's going to reflect on them. Right. Or so, they're, it's going to come back to them. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And so I want them to be proud and they are, but you know, they also know I'm not perfect and they know I'm crazy and they accept me for me. Yes. And I think it's beautiful. This is one of those things that we start to understand as we arrive in life. Mm-hmm. So maybe you have a few more wrinkles. I have a few more wrinkles or things that are bothering us, but you start to understand what's really important, yes. A. And B, loving someone doesn't mean they're perfect. Like loving yeah. and being loved has a lot to do- Accepting flaws. With accepting flaws. And it doesn't matter really that you're this number age because you didn't accept yourself when you were 20. So, right. I mean, it's not about age. It's about wisdom. Well, they do know when they want something. They're like, you look like you're 28 today. I'm like, what? What is it that you want? <laughs> they know how to they, get to they, you. They, I know them so well. But they also know. <laughs> they, they know you well. I know. No, they are. They can. They have me wrapped around their fingers. But I'm like, okay, what do you want? But, you know, because they, they know. Also, I'm like, oh, I'm fat. And they're like, you are so skinny. Shut up. Like, I... I'm not allowed to say that, but like, if I'm not happy in my body, I, I'll be like, mm, right. And then they're like, no, mom, you don't even have a body. I'm like, what? <laughs> not all of us look like Kim Kardashian. Well, you are very fit and very thin. And I get this feedback from my family too. Like, do you know how many people you're making feel bad because you say that? And you're I say, saying, you're saying it to you. I feel that way. Like, I'm not making that up. Right. This is the truth. I'm not like, right. No, but you're not putting it on other people. Like, no, exactly. Like you feel your best self when you're when you're in good shape and you're right. working out. And like right now, I don't fit into any of my clothes pre-COVID, none. And that's, no, I swear, I don't. And it's just, I'm not saying I'm fat because I'm definitely slender. I'm very thin for my age, mm-hmm. I guess, age or whatever, for whatever. Your, your body mass, your height, right. whatever. Yeah, yeah. But, and I, I would never say that to anyone but myself or in my house, in my family right, right. right now. But what I'm trying to say is you're not saying it I'm not saying other people should be like me. I'm saying how I feel the healthiest is when I'm at a good weight and I know I'm not eating crap all the time and I'm working out. I I actually like my booty a little bit more now, but I wish I could like just get rid of the belly and keep the butt, but it doesn't work like that. What age did you start modeling? I wanted to ask you. And do you think that has a lot to do with your perception of what beautiful is or why you're hard on yourself? Or do you think you were already kind of like that? And no, um, well, I started when I was 17 Mm -hmm. and it definitely, there's a lot of rejection in modeling. It's not this glamorous world that everyone thinks, you know, Mm -hmm. when I went to Paris, I was told I was too fat to do the shows and I was like 109 pounds and you know, 5'10", that's not very much. Um, and they told me my face was super insymmetrical and like, I know everything that's wrong with me Mm -hmm. from a very early age. And Carl Lagerfeld told me I had a short neck. He sent me home from a job and I told him to fuck off. So he's dead now, but I did say no, that. No, I know. I know who he exactly is. <laughs> Carl Lagerfeld. He yeah. was mean to me. Um, but yeah, no, it, I don't, my perception is like, it's, I'm, I've always been hard on myself because of those, because of knowing that. And at a young age, I was told I wasn't photogenic. And so in, I always say this, I'm not photogenic. I don't want to take a picture. It's embedded in me because of my modeling years. And, you know, so I don't think, I think it's really hard. I think like my perception of beauty is, is definitely different. When I see someone who's like perfect and they're symmetrical and for the longest time, like that's what I wanted. I wanted to be Daniela Pestova, you know, Mm And then now it's like that people are celebrating things that aren't perfect. And I, I'm starting to feel prettier. It sounds weird. But mm-hmm. with age and just like like social media and TV, just showing different people and freckles. And I'm not so obsessed with being something I'm not. Mm-hmm. With someone else's ideal of right. what, yeah. But it did for the, it's an, I always say it's an inside job. Like, cause I can tell myself every day, you have beautiful skin, say it to yourself. I say it out loud so that I don't obsess over what's wrong with it. Right. So it's just, you know, I'm growing with what my idea of beauty is. And I feel like I've gotten better 
because of TV and all of the things, and because people are more accepting now. Right. It's not like we all have to look at Barbie anymore. Right. So. And thank goodness people are more accepting. And um, I was. They're, they're celebrating, you know. They're celebrating di- body differences and mm-hmm. age differences and height differences and all this. And so it's interesting that the beauty world started out years ago and there was only one ideal for yeah. beauty. And a lot of men that you talk to that are heterosexual, for example, don't share that vision of how thin someone needs to be or how, you know, someone needs to look for beauty. They actually love some curves and some, like, they're not yeah. looking at what we're looking at. It's, right. Well, it's, I think it's, a, it's, it's all subjective, right? Different, yeah, it's very, thank God, there's not one beautiful person that everybody wants only that one person. Because we need to have, obviously, everybody needs to have their person, right. you know. So, but, you know, this is something we're coming to now. And I think. We're getting there. We're getting slowly. there. Yeah. Yeah, we're starting to celebrate what makes us different from everyone else. Instead of trying to be the same. Yes. All of us, like these androids walking around with big lips and this and this and this. And it's 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 refreshing, I have to say. So, I think early on, beauty was I had a different, I I was always hard on myself. And as I get older, I'm celebrating and being happier Mm -hmm. with where I've come to. And, you know, it's going to always be changing. I have good days and bad days like everyone else. Well, no. (laughs) (laughs) I know. What is that? I just was reading something and it said, like, when you have a good day, you, like, unleash and do everything you can do. When you have a bad day, still do everything you can do. Just keep moving forward. Set a a routine. I know. It's helping me. Yeah. Just be consistent. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Just do it. Yep. Because that's, that's the way you move forward and the only way, right? Yeah, absolutely. You just have to keep going and that's, and through all of it. And I think, and keeping busy and keeping your mind busy allows you not to focus on what you obsess over your imperfections. Cause that's what happens with me when I get too anxious and my psoriasis, I make it worse. Cause I obsess. I'll sit and I'll walk to the mirror. I'll go back to the couch. I'll walk to the mirror an hour later to see if it's got better, mm-hmm. you know? And you, and cause you're thinking about it, you're making it worse yes. cause it's causing stress the and stress cortisol. Is triggering it. Yeah so, yeah. so I just feel like just keep going, make a plan for your day. You know, even if it's just getting out once a day, if that's mm-hmm. like where you're at, like just keep going, say yes to things like, make a schedule. And I think that it just makes me feel prettier and happier. And I want a reason to get up and put on makeup. You know, I don't want to be like, "Mm -hmm," even though I do do that. (laughs) I just don't want to all the time. I wanted to ask you, so we did talk about, like, we have certain points we hit um, with each one. And we talked about your definition of beauty. We talked about who inspires you. Um, Do you have like an inspirational quote that you love? That's your favorite inspirational quote? I do. I feel like um, it's, it's, I always say you get what you give. So in life, you get back what you put out there. So if you're putting out positivity and and great things and, you know, you're giving out compliments and you're feeling like you're doing a good job at being a good person, then that's going to come back to you. It's a lot like karma, but I just, I feel like, you know, you do get back what you put out, hopefully. Yeah. And that's, that's it. I love that. Thanks. Okay, but let me ask you this one question and then we'll do the wheel. Okay. So there's like this red flag trend going around, right? Red flag trend. Red, <laughs> so I don't know what this is. Okay, tell me. Okay, so there's a red flag trend going around. So that's where basically you repeat something you overheard or heard and you're like, that's a red flag. All right. Like, I, you know. Yeah, okay. Well, I love red flags. That's the thing. I was like, oh my God, I met this guy and there's this and he's still married, getting a divorce. I'm like, red flag, red flag. I'm like, woo, I love red flags. <laughs> I just do. I'm attracted to red flags. It's a problem. It's your, that's your issue. Yeah. Are you single right now? Yes. Oh, single and ready to mingle. I don't know if I'm ready so to what's, mingle. <laughs> okay, so COVID single, situation. Ready to co- just single. Just, just <laughs> chilling. Chilling good right now. <laughs> so good right now. Yeah. No prospects. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's yeah, always, there's there's always, always prospects. prospects, but um, I'm just not really ready to swap, like, fluids with anyone right now oh. until I know everyone's, like, vaccinated and then the party will begin. Yeah, 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 yeah. When do you suppose? Yeah. I was thinking about all the single people who can't go to the bar and do all the crazy stuff they used to do. <laughs> so you were thinking about me. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. So, okay. We'll give it a little time. Yeah. I'm excited. No. Yeah. No, don't worry about me. I'm good. No, I'm not worried. It's almost like everybody loves the fact that you get to um, say what you think. Yeah. And there are so many people, so many of us that don't get to or don't feel they could. 
And so it's refreshing. And I think that's what people are drawn to about you is that your honesty, it just comes right out. It's just like, well, I'm also not a doctor, so I don't have to worry about, (laughs) you know, being professional. I mean, there are certain times like when I had to, I did host the Oscar red carpet one year Mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. ABC and they had like five meetings with me to make sure that I could do an interview without cussing, which I can do it. I just don't like to. So dumb. Right. Um, And then I did that. But, you know, I don't, I don't have to worry about being a doctor professional. And I just, I live my life without secrets. So if anyone hacks my email, I don't have secrets. I wish I did. You're just going to get the information that you already heard on. Right, exactly. You're going to see it in my emails. So I I actually switched recently to T-Mobile, which is, I don't like them. They suck. But here's the thing. So we were at T-Mobile, Mason and I, really quickly, sorry. And they wanted my account number from Spectrum because I was switching from Spectrum. And I said, Mason, I can't see my my text. Look at it. And so he's going like this. And he had an automatic um, spectrum thing. And he's like, Mom, you wrote back, your service fucking sucks on an automatic thing. And everyone just started laughing. I'm like, you can't say that. And we're in team. Like, I don't know. That's all. I don't just even know where that came think. out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I also I mean, type to it. to some extent, everybody knows where they stand with you. Because yeah, they, they know do. you're just going to tell them. Yeah. This is what I thought. And this is how it was. And so that must be a little bit liberating, like in a way, like a freedom. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I worry about it, but yeah, no, it's, I can sleep at night. Yeah. So should we play a game? Yeah, let's play this game. Woo! Go ahead and spin the wheel. Oh, I'm spinning? See what you get, Miss Brandy. <laughs> that was a horrible uh, landed on beauty secrets, though. Okay. I do want to know a beauty secret. Okay. At least one beauty secret from you. When I have um, a zit, I put Visine on it because it restricts mm-hmm. the blood vessels and the bread goes away for about two hours. So... That's, I love it. Yeah. And you know, I have Miracle Cream. It's a spot treatment for breakouts. I have it. <laughs> I need to give you some. But I have also um, been interviewed about that. And uh, you can put a few drops yep. of Visine in cream and just put it oh, on and it helps. I just to... put it straight on. I'm, you oh, know me. Really? I'm like gangster, straight to She's it. Straight to it. Don't yeah. dilute. But I just think it helps keep it right there for yeah. if you mix it. Yeah. Okay, spin and it again. I'm going to spin it really good. Oh my gosh. That was, it's hard. <laughs> I know. It's not the most like smooth. Yeah, okay. What is okay, that? love it or hate it? Oh, Are you ready? I have yes. a list of things. Okay. If I find them, I will let you know. <laughs> Where are they? Oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay, love it or hate it? Cats. Love. Me too. Like dogs better. Yeah, me too. Same. Mm-hmm. I don't want a cat. I just love them because oh. they're assholes. <laughs> I get it. I understand. I'm a cat. You get them. Yeah. Right? They're fickle, catty. Yeah. yeah. You're their I had pet. cats growing up. Huh? You're their pet. Yeah. You're their pet. Mm-hmm. But my doggies are my pet. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Squid Game. Hate. Hate it. Okay. I've never seen Squid Game, but everybody's constantly talking about it. And apparently people get shot if they move after the bell rings. Mm-hmm. So I think I probably hate it. The but I'm not the, sure. I just watched it to get to the end so I could understand how this all tied together. Yeah. The ending sucks. It doesn't make any sense. So that I hate it. So should I not even bother? Don't, because it takes all your time. It's horrible. (laughs) I already know your answer on this one. Lip gloss. Love. Yeah, Yeah. you have it on. Looking fabulous. Thanks. Okay, what about videos of blackheads being squeezed? Oh, I hate it. I hate the videos, but I like to do it to my kids. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, you know, one of my highest viewed videos on TikTok is a blackhead getting squeezed out. And I am fascinated by this phenomenon. And that is not what I tried to make myself about because right. I'm about beauty. And I'm going to have Dr. Sandra Lee's coming the on our podcast. Popper? Pimple popper. And I'm so excited to have her. And, I but well, is, I like, I'm like, I can't watch it. But yeah. I understand the satisfaction it's, when it's like my skin or my kid's skin. But mm-hmm. I, I can't. I can't. It makes me want to hurl. But it, it must be like a universal oh, yeah. fascination with For watching sure. the stuff come out. It's like immediate satisfaction. Yeah. So, okay. What about tanning lotion? Love. She was I just don't like the me. smell of it, but I love it. She, oh, tanning lotion, but not self-tanner. Self-tanner smells different. Well, I think that, no, they all smell horrible. Right. But <laughs> I love the way it looks. <laughs> yeah, they all have an odor that you just, you know it's self-tanner. Whether it's a spray tan or a cream that you do yourself, there's an odor. So you told me there's a lady that sprays you down with Mm self-tanner. 
<laughs> it's called. I'm going to try that. <laughs> yes. I have done like, you know, the Jurgens Body Glow. Yeah, and I've yeah, done yeah. like Saint Tropez, but I have not sit there and had anyone airbrush self-tan. Oh, so they can like make you have abs. Ooh. It was great. It's nice. I'll give her your number. We'll get her number later. Yeah. Okay. What about Halloween? Love. <gasps> Are you dressing up? I always dress up. Okay. I just don't okay. know. I'm, I'm not a planner. I like something. I know I have something in my, my house that I can figure out. But yeah. I'm usually a cat of some. I've been to your Halloween party. Yeah. Like a couple of times. Um, I'm usually a cat of some sort. One time you dressed. <laughs> that I did not dress up. So I just happened <laughs> to have overalls on. And I grabbed a, my boyfriend at the time. He had a cowboy hat because I didn't have an outfit. So that was it. And we were joking and it went viral. That's right. Yeah, it was everywhere. Okay, so back to cats. <laughs> I love cats. I just don't want them. <laughs> anyway, scary movies. No, hate. Okay, me too. I no. hate Why do you want to be scared? It's not fun. I get nightmares. I me can't too. Do it. I can't do it. It's so scary. And what about meditating? Can't do it. I would love to, but I can't. Really? I've tried. I can't calm my mind down. I've tried. You know, I meditate uh, twice a day. I have a really hoppity, hippity, hoppity mind, too, that's always hopping from yeah. one subject to the <laughs> next. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, by the time I get a sentence out, I've already thought of 10 next things. That, yeah, and same. so that's why I'm always like, well, how do you slow seem it down? confused. So I, I guess just trying and practicing. And I did notice that when I went to that place that I just told you I went to this <laughs> retreat, I could not meditate. And it was a place for meditation. Right. I can't. So it's, it's like, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Oh, you must meditate. <laughs> yeah. You're going to sit in a circle and you're going to look, you know, face each other, but with your no. eyes closed. I just didn't. I don't, yeah, I can't. I have a I hard time relaxing. Myself. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. feel like you tell me what to do. I'm going to do the opposite because you're not the boss of me. So if you tell me to meditate, not doing it. So you're kind of like a rebel. A little bit. I just don't like, I do need someone to be the fun police and be the boss of me, but in general, if somebody tells me what to do, I do the opposite just to show them that you're not the boss of me unless I want to have sex with them. And then I usually will do what they say. Mm. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> that's where my love life's at. My favorite. Okay. And one last thing, traveling. Love. Miss. love it. I miss it. So, yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. And you used to travel a lot when you were yeah. modeling. Yeah, a lot. And then even after. Even now, yeah. yeah. Just going to New York or going away, going to Cabo, just having a great time. And like, I'd love to travel, but it's, you know, it's not just not the time. Easy. Well, you guys should follow Brandy if you don't already. Brandy Glanville. I'm not that, I'm not as interesting uh, as her. But. Oh. <laughs> Way more interesting. No, I you really got. don't post at all. So, but yeah, follow me so I can get that number. That's right. <laughs> uh, anything else you want them to tune into your uh, podcast? podcast? Brandy Glenville Unfiltered on Apple Podcasts, um, wherever you get your podcasts. And soon we'll be able to talk about my new wine situation happening. That's exciting. And uh, the TV show coming out hopefully soon so I can do other stuff because I'm going crazy. We're going to have you back on this podcast so you can talk about the show. Oh, my God. (laughs) Bye, babies.